Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, my friends. How are you doing today? Welcome to another episode of the School of Sellers podcast. Today, I am sitting down with Michelle McDonald to talk about what her seller success story means to her. And as you've probably figured out from the title by now, Michelle's version of success allows her complete flexibility and freedom to not only do what she loves in her TPT business, but to travel the country in her Airstream. How much more fun can that get? Without further ado, here's Michelle. Enjoy this episode. All right. Well, next, I am so excited to welcome Michelle McDonald to our show today. Michelle, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Michelle is here to talk to us about something super fun. And To give you all a little bit of background, I really wanted to start featuring more seller voices on the show because I'm getting tired of hearing myself talking all the time. So I was like, what would be a really fun series to do? And as a team, we decided that like featuring different seller success stories was something we wanted to go with. And that has kind of morphed into discovering a group of you sellers who have had success to the point where you now have the flexibility to do what? Tell us why you are here on the show and what is so cool about your lifestyle. (laughs) Well, I have the privilege and luxury. I really think of this as a luxury of being able to work on the road and do TPT full-time from our Airstream. That's so awesome. And I will have to see a picture of your Airstream at some point. It's like my dream one day to to own that. So Michelle is here to talk to us about the ups and downs of doing TPT from the road and just to shed some light on this unique lifestyle. But before we dive into that part, will you give us just a little bit of background about how you got started on TPT and what that looks like for you today? Sure. I started on TPT in 2012, and I started by just sharing resources that I was making for my own classroom. My background is in elementary ed and secondary social studies education. And so I started sharing a lot of the social studies resources that I was making. There wasn't a lot on TPT at the time. And so I was doing that, but I know every person's TPT story is different. I didn't have like some major wild success right off the bat. I was not only teaching full time, but I had two other jobs. I had a coffee shop job that I went to after school and would work until we closed at about nine. And then I'd come home, work on school, TPT on the side whenever I could. And then I had a weekend job. I actually did like Costco demos. And oh my gosh. Yeah. I think the low point for me though, was I had to demo one time toilet bowl cleaner <laughs> and I had a, a shopper that came up and was like, honey, how did you get this job? And I'm like, I'm a full-time teacher. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is just what I'm doing on this side to make ends meet. Right. right. My dad, he's a, a small business owner who's worked from home for many years and he saw the potential with TBT and he was a big encourager to say 
cut back on those other jobs you're doing and just put your time into TPT. It was really scary because as a TPT I didn't know what was going to be coming in. And with a solid paycheck, you, you know, in hours that you're working on a, on top of your job, you kind of can figure that out. But the great thing with TPT is that the sky's really the limit with what you can do. And so I took that risk of really spending more time on my store and saw that really pay off. It's just a little bit at a time, you know, just all those little things really added up to the point where I could leave the classroom in 2019. And that really opened up the doors to be able to travel and work on the road. And that's where we are now. (laughs) That is so cool. And I love, I love that you mentioned the risk involved because I think that's like the biggest fear for a lot of TPT sellers when they make the leap from a classroom to full-time TPT. And of course there's never a guarantee, but it's also like one of the reasons why I'm so excited to share stories like this, because the only way to feel confident about that decision is to hear about people who have gone before you and are still seeing that success and enjoying that decision that they made. So that's just like an extra perk of this episode. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely scary. When I moved to full-time TPT, I did meet with a life coach and we talked about a lot of my fears and that has qualmed a lot of the fears for working on the road too, because it is, it is different than not being like in my desk at home. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, then let's, let's just start with that then. Like, what would you say is a drawback to working the way that you do? At home, I have all my things and it's really easy to sit down and everything is very reliable, but on the road, it takes a lot more strategic planning any location that we go, if I plan to be working, we have to make sure that there is access to like cell service so that I can have Wi-Fi. I have to put everything away at the end of the day because there's only limited space. And so everything has to really work. <laughs> oh my um, gosh, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it also forces me to put things away so that I can focus on being present at whatever location that we're at. Yeah. So there's, there's the benefit of that too. <laughs> right. No, I could totally see that. And I think that probably comes with just like having a small living space, you know, in general, whether that's an RV or, you know, an apartment that you're sharing with other people. So tell me a little bit about when you are on the road, how long are you typically gone for? Do you guys have a home that you return to? Or are you on the road all the time? We have a home that we return to. This is our third season on the road, but the longest span of time. So last year we just did several months and this year we're having so much fun. I don't think we're going to go home anytime soon, (laughs) but we started with small little trips so I could kind of get the feel of what was working. My husband, Scott, has just been really helpful in figuring out the logistics Mm -hmm. to make it work, but starting with those small trips has really helped. (laughs) Does does he have a job that allows him to work on the go or how does he spend his time when you're doing your work? So he has worked in the outdoor recreation industry for a decade or more. So he loves the outdoors. And so right now he's able to just take things off my plate and help with the logistical side of being able to work and travel and, and all of those things. And then he gets the benefit of doing all the things that he loves in the outdoors. So it works out great. (laughs) That's so awesome. 
I don't know if you heard the episode where I spoke with my husband, but I mean, taking things off of our plate is a full-time job in and of itself. So how cool that he gets to do that. Like you said, while doing what he loves best. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like a TPT fairy tale. (laughs) It's so cool. Okay, TPT sellers, quick note for all of my friends out there who love to geek out over their TPT business with other sellers. I would love to personally invite you to join School of Sellers Ignite, a work club that is open to any and all TPT sellers. Ignite is the first membership of its kind designed to not only deliver monthly challenges with prizes, but also provide space and resources to work alongside other sellers. One of our main goals is to give you the community and accountability that's missing from your business life. We will have power hour work sessions, prizes for challenges, and so much more. Join today at schoolofsellers.com slash ignite. So I want to get back to your Airstream here for a minute. Could you pick like a favorite feature that it has? Like the actual Airstream itself. It's a 1968 Airstream. And it's all original. And I think that's what I love about it is that it hasn't been touched. It is just in its 60s glory, I guess you could say. (laughs) And I just, I like that. It just, it has a little bit of character. (laughs) Well, I think when you think Airstream, you think retro anyway. So it's like cool that that just adds even more character to it. That's so cool. Will you send me a picture of it so I can share it when we air this episode? Sure. I'd love to see it. What would you say then is, I mean, we've kind of already talked about your favorite parts, but what is like the best perk of your lifestyle? It is really wonderful to work and put things away and then just be in the outdoors to go take a hike or we've been doing some rock climbing. We've stayed at the beach. So we've been able to explore a lot of different places. And I love that I can still do TPT, but have just that freedom to just see something new and rather than just being at home at at my desk. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talk about a change of scenery. I mean, you are literally (laughs) changing. How often do you switch places typically? We tend to stay in one place for several weeks. We like to boondock. So I know some people love doing the campground setup, which is fine. We do that occasionally, but we really like to be just out on our own. And so we've worked out logistics to be able to be a little more self-sufficient so we can stay in one spot for a while. Because every time we move, it also means that if we found a place that has great reliable service, the next place might not be as easy for me to work. So there is that kind of, you know, drawback to moving somewhere else. You can't just like pick up and leave. And, you know, there's a lot of thought that goes into deciding where you'll go next. Yes. Oh my gosh. But you get to go so many places. That is so cool. What would you say your favorite place is that you've ever gone to in your Airstream? Anywhere where there's sun. I I love the sun. So we kind of move when the weather turns to someplace else where it's nice. I love to sit outside, read a good book and just lay in the sun. And then I just love new places. So I don't know, there might be someplace else that's my favorite. <laughs> right. Is there any place that you've ever visited and you're like, this is not for me? We had a breakdown in a just a random small rural town last year. And we couldn't go anywhere because our it was our truck that broke down. And it oh, was no. a weekend. So all of the mechanics were closed. 
So we basically just were sitting in a parking lot all weekend. And then come Monday, when the shop opened, they didn't have the part that we needed because it was a small town. They had to bring it in. So we had to wait even longer. So that wasn't very like exciting, Mm-mm. <laughs> but that's just, you know, flexible. You have to be flexible on the road. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not, that's not the glamorous side. Of course, this is so interesting. So I love to end my episodes with some like just for fun questions. So these will not be Airstream related at all. But my first question is, if you could get rid of just one month out of the year, what month would it be and why? Well, like I said, I like the sun at home. I would say April because at home there's usually still snow on the ground, but it's like wet and soggy and everything's brown. Mm -hmm. And I'm usually at that point, so over winter and ready for my plants to come in that I'm like completely impatient. (laughs) So I would get rid of April. (laughs) That's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's pretty gross here. And where's, where's home for you? Washington state. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Ohio, but I imagine, I mean, yeah, April's pretty brown here. So I'm with you on that. All right. This is a good one. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably talking to the least fashion forward person. <laughs> so I like to thrift shop. So I'm already, I've kind of already brought back this trend and I think it's kind of coming back. At least I want to believe it is, but <laughs> I have totally embraced the fanny pack. Yeah, I I had one as a kid, loved it. And then there was that period where it was like, oh, looking back at pictures, how could I mm-hmm. ever have been wearing a fanny pack? But it is so convenient, especially on the road. I can put my phone, have all the things that I need for a hike. It's great. I was just going to say, like, especially <laughs> for your lifestyle, I can see that working so well. Just the convenience is unbeatable. And now I kind of need them just to start making like a fanny pack that goes all the way around. So I can just like keep twisting it and I can have like different compartments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's a name. Maybe that's more like a tool belt, but I love it. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we can call it a fanny pack. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This is so interesting. And I can't wait for this episode to see how your stories compare. Oh, fun. Thank you for having me. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. I hope (laughs) you have a great rest of your Sunday. Thanks. You too. All right. I'll talk to you later, Michelle. Thanks again.